What is up, everyone? This is Caleb Smith, and you are listening to Living Life with the Boss Man. This is a lifestyle podcast where anything goes and everything will be talked about. Today's episode is entitled The Boss Man and the Bros. Introducing today's special guests, Ethan Holsinger and Braden Ritchie. Ethan and Braden are both students at Southside High School in Southside, Alabama, where they both play varsity soccer. They are also co-workers with myself at The Alley, the most OG bowling alley in the South. Please welcome Ethan and Braden to the show. Welcome to the show, Ethan and Braden. Yo, what's up? I'm glad to be here. I'm too. So I guess the first thing we'll talk about is how did y'all both get a job at the alley? All right. So I believe it was like some day in like late July, early August, my mom came to me. She was like, all right, Braden, you need a job. You're 16. You know, you need a job because I had a job. I was like, all right, mom, whatever. I was like, I'll go to a bowling alley or a fast food place. She was like, well, I mean, I saw, I saw the alley post something, you know, the new bowling alley coming to the mall. And uh, she was like, just give it a shot. I was like, all right, bet. So, you know, I did the little paper application thing to wait for uh, open interviews, whatnot. And then me and Ethan were, you know, kind of getting friends. We weren't as close as we are now back then. But I came to him, I was like, so Ethan, let's, uh, how about you give this application a shot, bro? You're working at Jack's, your job sucks. So why, why don't you just give it a shot? He's like, all right, bet. So he does it. And uh, we got to open interviews after school starts. And uh, we freaking nail it, I guess. Right? Yeah, I, mean, I think so. Yeah. I mean, we had the job. Haven't been fired yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, you're pretty close, probably. <laughs> yeah, pretty close. <laughs> There's some other things that we'll, we'll talk about. Oh, yeah. Coming look, up in look. future segments. We'll there, it's long. a miracle I'm still here. I'm, it's a miracle I got this job. It's a miracle we're all here. I'll so. say, I didn't even think I was going to get the job because I interviewed in, like, November because I was at some, like, leadership thing, um, and we toured the alley in October. And y'all interviewed, what, like, August? September? Yeah, August. Yeah. Was August. It? yeah. So y'all are already here. Mm-hmm. And I, our owner, Beth Ann, said, like, hey, y'all in this leadership thing, if y'all want to interview, you got one. So I said, yeah. So I filled out an application and interviewed. And I was, like, the last person hired because Dallas told me, which is our general manager, she said – um, I don't know if I even have a spot for you, and that like scared me really bad. So I honestly okay. could not be working here today. But I'm so glad we are working here. Uh, right. Now, a lot of our listeners probably don't know where the alley is. They might know where it is. Who knows? But let's kind of describe like what it's like working here at a bowling alley in Gadsden, Alabama. Um, well, I mean, being in Gadsden, Alabama, you wouldn't think it'd be the greatest thing ever because Gadsden's kind of a garbage town in itself. And... It's not fun. There's not many things to do. And with the alley coming here, it really opens up, you know, something for us kids and us and those elderly folks to actually do something. And it's actually nice having a cool place to come and hang out and to be able to work as a 16, 17, 18 year old. So I like it. It definitely brightens up the town a bit because Gazin is dead. No cap. And like we had a, we did have a bowling alley, but it was like an old person bowling alley. Yeah. You know, like it was old. The machines would never work, yeah. and it was, it was like death. It was like ran down. Oh, yeah, was cigarette bad. smoke. <laughs> Which yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just yeah. it's bad. Yeah, it's just nice to actually have something gassing to do because like whenever like growing up here, I mean there was a good bit of stuff, but the gassing just kind of died down real quick because people were kind of moving out, going big and like into bigger cities and stuff. So actually getting the alley, especially during the pandemic kind of helped a lot especially with the mall's revenue and actually having something to do instead of go sitting in a parking lot or go to a park at like 
10 o'clock at night is actually kind of nice to do. So yeah. I'm really glad this place is actually And, like, open. this is a place where everybody – and, like, I know it can get kind of crazy, but, like, it's kind of cool to have a place that stays open as late as we do, you know, like where you can just hang out. And you don't even have to bowl. Like, sometimes I'll just come around and walk around when I'm not – when I'm off. Yeah. So it's really neat. we got the arcade. We've got – Cornhole, local got Joe's food. I mean, y'all got to leave for food. Busting food, bro. Yeah, got, oh yeah. Oh, have you had the loaded fries here? No, I haven't. Oh my god, they're so really good. good. The kids' meal chicken sandwich. Sheesh. Oh, the chicken sandwich. Now, I'll tell you, one of my coworkers, Haley Cashman, will kill me. She might be on an episode later on, but the grilled cheese with chicken on there is actually hey. like really good. No, like I remember, I can't remember who opened me up. I think it was me, Cade, and Tyler. We were chilling eating. And they had some like secret menu items like buffalo chicken pizza, dude. Oh yeah, and, and they had like started, a buffalo hey, chicken quesadilla. Dude. We started selling tacos now on Tuesday, which they're like really good because anything like local Joe's has been in Gadsden for forever, and like everybody knows that when you get local Joe's food, you get like really good food. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. Like we could have just made our own food, and it would have been bad. But like we got local Joe's, so we're really good. Yeah. Y'all want to try something, Zach, the manager? Yeah. Can back me up. The white barbecue sandwich. White barbecue sandwich? White barbecue. It's so good. Is it like the white sauce? It's like, yeah, white sauce. Oh, it's that's Not sauce. like extra white barbecue, but like white barbecue sauce. That sauce is good. Barbecue. I might go get some after this, honestly. It's so now, good. I guess we need to talk about also our arcade is like really good. Oh, it's yeah. It's really fun. Sure. Like, you know, you can go to arcade like. Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's are good, but like sometimes you don't want to play games for three hours straight, you know? Ten times. I mean, that's what you do. Like at a place like Dave and Buster's, you just go there, man. You just walk around, play games, and it gets boring after a while. That's why the alley's kind of lit, you dig? I don't know, man. You just have like a ton of options here to do stuff. Like you want to play arcade while you're waiting for your reservation? You got to do that for like 10 minutes, put 10 bucks on a card. And I mean, it's fun because. I don't know. I, I just like it a lot. It's not huge. It's not overwhelming. You know, we have virtual reality, too. Oh, yeah. Virtual, Ethan, Ethan, you talk about our virtual reality. You do it a lot. So, Hologate is basically like a virtual reality. It's kind of like the PlayStation has one. It's like the little Oculus Rift or whatever it's called. Yeah. And what it is, we have Zombot. We have the pirate game. I forgot what it's called. It's like Cooking Mama. Oh, Captain Cook. Captain Cook. Called, yeah. And then we got this... Cold Crash, basically like a kid-friendly version of Zombot. You just shoot penguins and coins. And we also have this game called Samurai. It's kind of like a shooter game. But what it is, you get four people, and you can play. It's pretty nice. It's $8 a person. Oh, it's worth every dollar, too. Yeah, yeah, like sure. When I was training here, we did Captain Cook, and it's kind of like – it's, very, it's hard to explain, but, like, you cook food for pirates or something like that. Yeah. But like, you have those two controllers in your hand, and you honestly feel like you're doing the work. It's I mean, crazy. And, like, Zombot's really cool, too. Yeah. You're killing Zombot. Zombot is a most popular Because myself being a fan of The Walking Dead, I like, you know, like, <laughs> killing zombies like that. I yeah. actually feel like I'm in the show. Oh, yeah. But it's really neat, I don't know, man. It's like, you're in it. And you just forget that the freaking world even exists. You think you're in that virtual reality world, Oh, dude. you do. You do. No, like, you get out and you're, like, tripping balls. You're like, hey, yo, where am I at? Like, and, like, every, every, time, every time I've worked Hallgate while I'm working at the alley, I've had at least one kid under the age of, like, five scream their head off. Oh, because, man. And, like, I'm not saying it's scary, but, like, for little kids it is probably. Yeah. Zombie, the other games are fine. Yeah. But, like, it, they, they feel immersed into the world, and it's, like, it's really neat. Yeah. It's definitely. For have, sure. There's some older ladies that played a Friday night when I was working. There's four of them. They're about like their 30s, 40s. And 
we were, I told him to put the headset on. She's like, I'm going to pee myself. And she started screaming mid-game, take the headset off, and just ran to the bathroom. So, I mean, no, I'm not joking. I'm serious. But, uh, like, I mean, it just depends on how scared you get. I mean, it's not that scary, but they do run at you. It's kind of fun. Yeah. So. Now, we're going to tell our faithful listeners just some, like, inside tips that you might not know about the alley. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start off and say, if you do decide to come to the alley, which you should, mm-hmm. you need to reserve a lane at strikethealley.com because I work front desk a lot here at the alley, and Ethan does as well. Braden's like a loser. He don't work front desk. Facts, nah. Yeah. Uh, but, like, we hardly can accept walk-ins because we're so, so crowded, especially on the weekends. And, like, if you come after 7 o'clock on Friday and Saturday, we turn the lights off, and it's called Alley After Dark, and it's, like, the best thing ever. It's like a party, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Dude, every, every, weekend. Oh, every weekend. Every uh, weekend. Saturdays, I think, I think I don't know about Fridays, but we do the alley after dark, and yeah. sometimes it's like you have to be at least 16 or 18. Oh, yeah. You do got to do that. And if you're under 16 or 18, you have to have an adult. It's like after 9 o'clock, right? I think it's 10. 10. Well, I mean, you can still bowl, like, in the dark in the party lots for, like, two hours, but after 10, you got to leave. But, like, so that's another inside tip. But reserve a lane at strikethealley.com. That's the only way we can guarantee we'll have a lane when you get here. So you don't want to get here and be that loser that don't have a lane. You know what I mean? Facts. So always reserve a lane. Be the cool person and reserve a lane on That's, right. That's yeah. right. Any other in- inside tips we should talk about? Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Don't be mean to us because we have a bunch of people being mean to us a bunch. And, you know, I got used to it now. But whenever I first started working here, dude, I didn't know how to, oh, yeah. I didn't know how to react to people like yelling at me and, like, coming at me mean and stuff like that. I was like... I got to watch myself, dude. I'm going to say something and get myself, like, fired or something, you know? Oh, yeah. So that's pretty much some inside tips for the alley. You know, I mean, come ready to have fun. That's probably the number one inside tip. Don't be like, oh, it's just bowling. Let me throw a ball, hit some pins. I mean, that's, like, the least thing that we do, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, always come for a good time. There's always music going on. And we open at 11 on Monday through Friday – or Monday through Saturday. And we open at 12 – on Sundays, mm-hmm. we uh, close at nine thirty Monday through Thursday. Close at midnight Friday and Saturday, and we close at seven on Sundays. So, definitely go to Strike the Alley to learn more. So, now we're going to move on to a, another subject, and that is Ethan and Braden's love life. Yeah. So, talking about love life, probably the first thing that comes to mind is what I like to call the Thursday night. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I remember it vividly because I was working with Ethan that night, okay? Yep. And, like, just so you know, at the alley, we have, like, leagues that come in on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday nights. So, like, it's not that crowded, you know? Like, they, they just do their own thing. You know, we don't got to worry about them. So, I think I was, I was like a floater, which is kind of like a cleaner, janitor type thing, you know? I think me and Ethan both were. Yeah. And... <laughs> His uh, his girl came in. What her name's Emma, right? Yes. Yeah, Emma. <clears throat> and he was working Hollowgate, you know, the virtual reality that we talked about last segment. And I remember <laughs> she, he was standing out there, and he radioed me to come over to Hollowgate. And I said, "What's going on?" And I see him holding her hand, and he says, "I'm going on break," and winks. Oh no. And I said, "I got you, man." So he walks away. <laughs> He's probably going to kill me for saying this. But then, you know, and they took a break. I'm not going to say how long, but that's probably when the peak of Ethan's relationship started. Because he probably thought he was going downhill. No, I mean, I think he's still at the peak, honestly. 
Oh, oh, there's just some new things let me, happening let me, every let me, single let me, day, pretty much. Let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. Okay, okay. you tell the story. Yeah. So, like, obviously, I don't get to see her much at all, okay? So, anytime I get with her, I take. And she, she stuck through it all. So, you know, I'm going to give her – anytime I can see her, I'm going to obviously see her. So, um, so she, tells, she takes me one day. She's like, I'm going to go tanning, and then I'm going to come see you. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. I was like, because, I mean, you know, I want to see you anyway. I can take a break. So – she shows up, and I'm working Hollow Gate, obviously, for a group of people. And I radio Caleb. I'm like, hey, I need you to come here real quick. So Caleb come up, comes over there, and I'm like, I'm going to go on break real quick. He goes, oh, okay. Like, like just like that. Like, oh, okay. So yeah. next thing you know, I'm walking away. I tell Cake, he's, you know, he's manager on duty. And I was like, I'm going to break. He goes, okay. He goes, you're good. So I go on break. And obviously, we're having a league. So, I mean, we're not busy. Nothing's really going on for floater-wise. So, I mean, I was just like – I ain't got nothing else better to do. So exactly. we were going to sit in there, but we were like, we're just going to sit in my car. Just talked, you know, a little bit longer talk than I expected. And uh, come back inside, and that's when the Thursday night was claimed because <laughs> let's just say I almost got myself in a little bit of trouble. But it is fine. I'm, I'm still here. How, so how I mean, long did that 30 minute break wind up lasting, Ethan? Um, do I need to say it? Sure. Yeah, say it. I don't know. Hour and fifteen hour, minutes. Yeah, which is not terrible. Okay, no, it's not. You bad. know, if it was on a Friday night, we'd be scared. But like Thursday, Thursday That's a good. Uh, what yeah. seven fifty? Seven yeah. seventy-five? Listen, listen, minimum it, wage. Look, what happened? What happened was that I got an hour taken off the time for the thing that did not work. So, fair play. Exactly. I got embarrassed. And you got you learned my, your lesson. No, listen, listen. I'm you not, learned your lesson. I you did, did learn your but I didn't embarrass like. Of her, I just got embarrassed of myself. The situation. Because, yes, I did kind of get clowned on for one thing that was present, but um, <laughs> it is fine. I'm very surprised I did not get fired that night. I think I should have, yeah. but I did not. Thank God, because you know I do need a job. So I'm very thankful I did not get fired. So yeah, that's when the Thursday night was claimed. Thursday night was claimed. Yeah. But they thought I died or got taken away by the dude that comes in and is well, smiling. The scariest thing was was like, okay, look, I mean. We don't have the best like lighting outside, you know. Like you would think, the middle of Gadsden, we'd have like some street lights or something. But he drives a red Mustang, and it's not like bright red or anything. It's like kind of, it's like a maroon type. But I don't know. You definitely know it's Ethan when you see it. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah. But like somebody said, um, Cade, our manager on duty, he said he radioed me. He said, "Hey, what does Ethan drive?" I said, "A red Mustang." Well, Ethan or not Ethan, Cade's outside, and he says. I don't see a red Mustang. We well, were out there. Yeah. Swear. You were out there, but Kate apparently is blind, okay? But, you know, we're just going to say that for the record. But, I mean, I thought Ethan had got up and left. I thought I was, that that's what scared me. But, you know, I could have handled that situation. I could have told Cade some lies or something where Ethan was actually at, you know, like cleaning the maintenance room or something crazy. But, no, you know, it, it, it wound up being what it was. And, I mean, I'm glad it didn't happen any other night because Ethan did learn his lesson. It's true. But... Sadly, I don't think Braden has learned his lesson yet about his love life, and he will detail um, about that. All right. Well, I'm just saying, if I'm at work, I'm not going to go on an hour break with whoever I'm talking to, so that's for me and Ethan. He'll go on an eight-hour break and not go on a shift. Word to mom. Nothing, bro. (laughs) Oh, no, but. No, man. Look, um, I don't know. Like, right now. It's kind of complicated because I'm a single man. I mean, I don't know if I'm Wait, talking. Single life is very yeah, good. Single though. life is it's it's fun sometimes, but it's kind of weird sometimes. He still pulls the women. That's all that matters. Yeah, but here's the thing. 
the women think I am attractive, but the women do not want to talk to the big rich. You feel me? That's that's facts. Uh, that's facts. That's facts. Yeah. And uh, the girl, I don't know if I'm talking to her or not, ma'am. What do you think? Okay, let, let's first of all, for the record here, like this podcast, we're also going to classify what is talking and what is not just casually snapping. Yeah, let's, let's, let's say classify. that. Let's say that real quick. Let's do that. Um, what do you think? Like, if if like, I don't know, bro. If both parties are interested, I would say that's talking. But this is the thing. I don't know if she's interested or that's not. That's a hard it's That's a hard thing to really figure out. Like things nowadays. So you can't really just say like, oh, I'm talking to a girl and be Snapchat because I mean that could be two different yeah, things. Yeah, because girls and guys Snapchat literally just like every single it's person dead. in the county in a small town. I mean it's normal though. So I mean you can't really just like say, Oh, I'm talking. But I mean to me, a talking stage is like when two parties agree to like actually talk, and they're like mm-hmm. flirting back and, and then forth. And plan on dating. Yeah. And yeah. not then, just, hey, what was the answer for this test? You know, like don't. That's not just randomly talking to somebody. That's right. not talking. To somebody. Yeah. And like Snapchatting. Exactly. That's a whole different thing. I mean, you can Snapchat somebody just to Snapchat and be friends, talk, mm-hmm. which is a very normal thing to do. But people nowadays are just so kind of like, you Snapchat them once, like, oh, I'm talking. No, it's not talking. No. Yeah. Or just Snapchat. It kind of takes its time. Like, right. you really, I don't know, man, like how the internet is nowadays, like nine times out of 10, you're not going to date the person that you sit next to in class, like how it used to be, you know, like how you had those little crushes. It's most likely going to be girls or guys from another school that you Snapchat. That's and brutal. how it comes about you starting to talk to them and then eventually dating is really weird, to be honest, because it just comes out of nowhere, bro. And they're giggling and laughing right now about something. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> um, but um, it's weird because, like, you, you're just talking and then, I don't know, you guys could get, like, a deep convo one night and then, true. boom, you like her all of a sudden. Now, I'll tell you one night, and uh, Ethan will go on the record and say what his viewpoint on this, but, like, uh, on our group chat, we have a – like a workers group chat called Gutter Gang, which is very fun, by the way. And they ridiculed Ethan one night because he had not asked out his girl yet. Like they're they're not like dating. I mean, it's it's, it's weird. It's weird. And like you should not ridicule somebody. Like if you're talking to him, like if you talk to somebody for like more than a month, month and a half, and you don't date them, that's not a problem. You know, like yeah, you just don't want to be chained to that relationship. You know, like it's just. It should not be that way. And I'm not saying that our employees were that way. Yeah, you way. shouldn't be defined by your relationship. Yeah. Big. Yeah, and, like, a lot of them came back and apologized. But, like, Ethan, what, what's your view so on like, that? I knew, in this? I know everybody was joking, but, like, they kind of, like, everybody got so heated over it. And I'm like, yeah. I said, it's normal, dang. But, I mean, everybody was kind of taking shots. But, I mean, it is normal. It's normal. That's how it is. I mean, plus our gutter gang group chat, we always just oh, yeah, go ham normal. on everybody. So, I mean, it's normal. I know everybody was kind of joking, but, like, kind of being serious at the same time. So, I mean, it's just either way. Yeah. I know everybody's kind of, we just take shots at each other for fun. So I don't know if they're being fun or being serious, but I take it as a joke. So, but yeah. But it's normal. Don't never date somebody that's toxic to you. Yeah. You know? like, yeah, and if they sure. are toxic and you really like them, always don't Snapchat them about it. Always just like in person talking is the best thing to do. Like, would y'all agree? Yeah. Right about like toxic relationships, like working it out in person versus. Um, it honestly, with. So I'm just going to go and say that with my past relationship that I got out of recently, um, it's really, it. I think sometimes, like most people, you know, ridicule and kind of talk down on breaking up on text. But I think in certain 
Um, like I'd say for manipulative relationships, I'd say that breaking up over text would be the best thing because you don't have that person there to like make you and force you and like, guilt trip you into yeah. getting back with them. So I would say that um, talking it out in person, it, it just depends on what your situation is. If you guys are having your issues and they're not a manipulative person, mm-hmm. then I'd say talk to, talk to them in person. But if they're manipulating you and doing all these certain things to you, do it over text because that's what I had to do. Because I knew, I just got on your phone, my bad. <laughs> I knew that um, if I were to do it in person, then I would come out still in a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it wouldn't be what I want. So it, it depends on the situation. Yeah, it really does. Overall, yeah. that's where it, you know, draw the line yeah. on how your relationship is and how you got to do it. So this has been our discussion on Love Life, and we're going to come back for one more segment just right after this. So pretty much for our final segment, you know, we got two varsity soccer players, and I played soccer until I was like five years old, and I hated it. So we're going to talk about kind of Southside varsity soccer. Um, so this year, I mean, all right, look, I'm just going to talk about the previous years. We're going to go back to last year because <laughs> I wasn't on varsity until last year. But, uh, you know, we were literal – beasts at the sport and um you know we were number one in state we were beating teams left and right absolutely demolishing them and then here comes covid ruins the season we're gonna win state we didn't and now we graduated like what how many people eight people last year whole squad yeah whole starting 11 so we brought in yeah basically have a young team now pretty much yeah and um you know we're not as good as we were last year by by no means, but, I mean, we're getting better, and we have a couple weeks left in the season, so we just got to power through it, finish strong in our area. But, uh, Ethan, let's have your input on it. Yeah, because but, but um, you're, you're a senior, Ethan. I mean, like, this is your final year. Yeah, I mean, from the, all the years I've played, last year was definitely our best team. So, obviously, I don't think anyone will be able to recreate what we had last year. We had Isaac, Johannes, Anders. And Cade, Carter, all of them, they're really good. And so, obviously, we don't have them no more. We got a fresh squad. We only have like three of the starters from last year it's John, Micah, and Jake. So, obviously, we're going to try new things out. And yeah, so I mean, just we're not doing too bad this year. So, I mean, yeah. obviously, we're doing a lot better than we expected. We have a really hard schedule. I think it's like what? Six and five? Think, but we play like a lot it's of like, yeah, seven and seven, something like that. We're even. Okay. We've played a lot of seven A schools, five A school. Well, we who's played five a five A. Who's that five A? We played and lost one of uh, Oak, not Oak Mountain. Uh, we did lose Oak Mountain though. Yeah, but I mean, it's not it's not bad. We've we've done pretty good, but we're not as good as we used to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, you lose like I learned that at Hoax Bluff because. We half our team that was like really good. Well, maybe more than half that was like really good last year. We're seniors, and we got to have one track meet, and it was the day before we shut down. And I mean, like it's just hard after you know because we had no season last year hardly. And like I mean, it's the same for y'all probably too. But you said something about COVID that was soccer, and it's just you lose everybody and you had to restart. You know, it's been a weird year in general, but especially sports. So. um like, it's kind of hard, too, to, like, 
have a job and play sports now. So, y'all want to touch on that subject? Um, I mean, I'm able to balance it pretty well because I never work. Um, Ethan, on the other hand, I mean, he has to he has to work as much as he can. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I just don't get scheduled. But, I mean, yeah, it is, it is what it is. What it is. So, I mean, I got school, soccer, and then, you know, work. So, I'm mean, trying to work any day that I can, but it does interview – I mean, interview – interfere with a bunch of different work styles. But, I mean, it is what it is. So. Yeah. And, I mean, like, we used to be working, like, three, four shifts a week. Now we're sometimes down to just one, you know. It's just yeah. – Or none. Or none. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm to the point – yeah, I'm to the point. Now I'm working maybe once every two weeks. Yeah, one so, one pay period. Yeah, thirty dollars paycheck. <laughs> I mean, how how does that feel? But that's just I don't know. That's just. Um, I mean, if people don't know what I do, I mean, I stream video games on the side, and I'm able to bring in a decent paycheck from that each month. So it doesn't really bother me. If I wasn't streaming, then yeah, I'd probably be. Uh, down bad, down tremendously, you know what I mean? But I don't know. Speaking of, talk of your uh, streaming career right now. Yeah, so um, this year has been really good for it overall. It's been on, it's been climbing tremendously. Um, I stream on Twitch. I stream a variety of different games to people. And if you guys don't know how that works, like, I'm a Twitch affiliate. If you guys don't know what that is, it's uh, people can sub to your stream, pay money to sub, um, basically become a member of your stream. It's hard to explain, but you get all the money that people will donate to you and sub to you and stuff like that. And at the end of every month, you get a check from it. So it's kind of lit for real. So what's your check looking like? Are you going to disclose that kind of stuff? <laughs> I, yeah, I will. I mean, it's better than my alley paychecks. I'll just say the. So, yeah. I remember when you came in, you said you bought a thousand dollar PC. Yeah, I, I bought. Crazy. Yeah, I bought it, and then it came in one day while we were at work. And so, whenever we were closing, I I got cleaned as fast as I could so I could get home to it. I went to bed maybe one or two in the morning because I was just setting it up. Dude, I was so excited. I remember that day. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, but yeah, I spent my entire bank account and everything I had in there on that PC. So. I mean, it's kind of cool what you dig. Yeah. And a lot of saving, though. Yeah. No, nah, I've been saving up for it for a bit. Yeah. I mean, that was a – but obviously the PC was worth it, though. Yeah, so far it's been worth it. But Now, we have a coworker who is, like, Twitch king. Oh, my God. Yeah, Raj. Raj yes. He, he, works, he works one shift a week and gets paid, like, 45 bucks every paycheck. And he, he said he works just because – He enjoys atmosphere. Social life, yeah. And he's like, I work one shift a week just for the social life, and he makes like, he makes dollars. bank streaming, yeah. dude. I remember back when we first started, he wasn't streaming yet, and I remember him asking me. He was like, Braden, he was like, what can I do to get Twitch affiliate? Since you're already a Twitch affiliate, I was just like, dude, just plug your stuff on TikTok, like plug your stuff on different social medias. And so he goes on TikTok, starts making a bunch of Rocket League videos, blows up, has over 300k on there now. Yeah, he's a Twitch partner. He averages over 100 viewers a stream. Like, it's crazy how much he's grown yeah. over the past couple months. Like, he did something that every person that wants to make it in uh, content creation, he did what everybody dreams of in a short period of time, which is honestly unheard of in this scene because 
most people work at it for a very long time and for him it just came really quick and it's just awesome to see the growth and the amount of people he's met through it and it's cool i'm proud of him yeah very proud of him yeah so if you see i mean if you watch twitch you need to definitely go look at Braj and Braden. yep twitch.tv forward slash richie us yeah if you are on Braden's private story you will honestly that's all you'll ever see yeah, yeah you'll only see you'll my only streams. see him say join me for the live or live for the night i mean yeah. that's pretty much everything yep but i'm going back to soccer ethan are you like enjoying your senior year is it going good is it better than i mean yeah it's other years i mean yeah it's not been bad i'm obviously enjoying this year yeah but what are your plans for being graduate regard just go to Gaston state for electrical engineering probably play soccer like do rec league or something just yeah. for the fun, stay in shape. So, yeah, just do something to keep me active. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, Gadsden State's honestly the way to go. Oh, yeah. Like, and since I started working this job, it's like, you know, going to Gadsden State is not a bad idea because, you know, you can still work this job and have the friends that you don't have to leave, you know, like go off somewhere. So, it's definitely the way to go. So, this has been the soccer and just random stuff segment. Yeah. And we'll be back for our closing segment right after this. So this has been episode one of Living Life with the Boss Man, the Boss Man and the Bros. Guys, it has been an honor to be doing my first episode with y'all. Did y'all enjoy it? Awesome. Oh, yeah, I loved it a lot. Oh, it was awesome. 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 Yeah, def- definitely we're having y'all on for a second episode or yes, another sir. episode. Uh, you will be seeing episode two, The Boss Man and the Managers, with Michaela Mooneyham and Zach Thompson coming soon. So be on the lookout for that. And... You just live life with the boss man.